Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hey, and welcome to the Finnovate podcast. We are continuing our coverage of the Finnovate Europe Best of Show winners. And joining me today, we have Nicholas Balesi's VP of Growth and Partnerships of Fintech Insights. Nicholas, thanks so much for joining me today. Oh, it's a pleasure, Greg. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So for anybody who's just tuning in, obviously, you can go and see the full video of what they demoed on a stage in London at finnovate.com slash videos. But Nicholas, for those of us who haven't seen it, can you please just start by going through a little bit about what Fintech Insights is all about? Yeah, of course. So uh, at Fintech Insights, what we do is uh, we provide the industry with a digital banking a market research platform uh, that's analyzing the digital offerings of banks, fintechs, uh, and credit unions across the U.S. and uh, worldwide. Cool. Yeah, no, and for anybody who's actually seen the demo, this might be slightly redundant, but um, can you get into a little bit more detail on what exactly you mean when you're talking about competitive analysis? You know, what, what kinds of pieces are you looking at when you're looking at the landscape? Yeah, definitely. So pretty much through Fintech Insights, what we're analyzing is from A to Z, what the banks, fintechs, and credit unions are offering, uh, how they offer it, how well they offer it, uh, all while providing the ability to be able to benchmark against the market uh, and organize your product roadmap uh, to implement your digital banking strategies. So for example, we can see how a Bank of America customer would sign up for an account online or maybe how a Schwab customer would trade a share of a stock. Uh, but again, anything that's being covered there on the retail side of banking, we are uh, capturing and analyzing from A to Z. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty comprehensive tool based on the, the demo that you were able to deliver there in terms of the number of things that you look at. Do you have a sense of you know how many different kind of touch points you guys can actually go and, and analyze? I mean, obviously, some of the big ones that you just talked about, customer onboarding, how you conduct a transaction, but how deep are you able to go here? I'd say there's something about uh, around half a million uh, different individual user journeys that we could uh, see within the platform. Uh, and those are constantly being added to as we're you know, adding new institutions uh, uh, into the platform. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. So, um, you know, obviously, most of the banks that are engaging with you, I'm, I'm sure are doing so because they're conscious that they want to be competitive in the landscape. They want to be able to uh, make sure that they're not falling behind. How do you have, build in the flexibility for those who maybe come in and find out that they're sort of way ahead of the curve? You know, they're already in that kind of top 10% or maybe more, more likely is the opposite side where they kind of log in and say, oh my God, we're really far behind all of our competitors. Yeah, so um, so let's sort of clear the air on it. Really, all the banks, fintechs and credit unions uh, who we engage with, uh, they're really committed and invested in enhancing their digital banking offerings. Really, that's the biggest qualifier here. Um, they're looking to make their product development uh, process faster, and they're looking to reduce the risk during this process. So, uh, you know, starting with some of the banks, let's say, that are behind, first, what they have to really do is understand what they have to achieve for market parity, first and foremost. Um, and they got to do this without having to redesign what they've already sort of released out there. Uh, after they've accomplished this, then they can start to begin to differentiate themselves uh, 
after that parity has been achieved. The innovators, though, it's a little bit of a different approach. Uh, really, what they have to do is quickly uncover those unmet customer needs uh, where any of those potential market gaps are. Uh, and with its data through FinTech Insights, it's really allowing them to get to market with these products faster. And they're also really de-risking that whole process, uh, You know, releasing sort of a substandard uh, feature that's supposedly innovative uh, that's already really been solved for or addressed by the market uh, can become a death sentence. Uh, you know, I always like to say first impressions are everything. Uh, you know, even if you're leading the market uh, and leading the pack, the stakes are high and someone's always going to be nipping at your heels. So you really have to differentiate uh, in terms of your features and your experience. Yeah, I mean, the, the product sort of assumes this, you know, competitive landscape, which of course is the reality that, you know, the com uh, companies are competing for customer attention. They're competing to offer the best customer experience. Have you ever had it where somebody comes in and thinks to themselves, oh my God, we're so far behind that we don't even think it's worth trying anymore. I mean, is that, is that something that you've seen people who are kind of that discouraged by it? Or are there things that you can do to kind of help soften that blow or help kind of lay out a path to, you know, here's how you can actually recover this situation? Yeah, so I really think the great thing is that the, Individuals, again, that we're engaged with, they've really made that uh, effort and commitment to say that we're going to go ahead and make a change. Um, we do have tools within the platform to be able to achieve this easier as well. Um, something that we can do is really segment for portions of the market. Let's say we want to achieve parity with 90 to 100 percent of the market. We can see exactly what features are being offered by that 90 to 100 percent. And we can sort of work our way down. Let's say we want to go 80 to 100% of the market now. So they can take it step by step. They don't have to go all at once. They can focus on what's most important uh, to implement and then kind of take their way down from there. Yeah, and I think that's a really cool piece. So, you know, for uh, I'd like to get into kind of the the support that you offer when it comes to actually engaging with some of the solutions. You, you're talking about de-risking some of the um, in innovations and, and the engagement with some of those new technologies. Can you expand on that a little bit and talk about you know, how you're able to kind of take some of that risk out of the equation? Yeah, so really by seeing exactly how other real banking institutions, credit unions, fintechs have implemented a particular vendor technology live. Uh, it gives them that sense that, okay, this is what's achievable. This is what it's going to look like. This is what the feel might be. It's going to improve decision-making. And at the end of the day, right, what's happening is a lot of individuals might be out there developing blind. They release that feature to the market. It's already obsolete and there's really no engagement. That's going to go ahead and push the product roadmap back because they've got to bring that right back to the drawing table and restart. Uh, what we're able to do is make sure that through this uh, benchmarking, through this research, they can see what they're releasing is already going to be a top-notch feature. And it keeps that product roadmap chugging along uh, and allows them to maybe even implement more features that they want to release in terms of their strategy because they have the time for it. Yeah, and no, I think that's one of those really cool pieces. Now, I want to be clear on something because you're not actually recommending specific companies to engage with, right? You don't necessarily have a dog in that fight. You're just sort of saying this is you know, how somebody else is doing it. Here's what you want to think about doing if you want to be uh, competitive with them. Um, but do you actually engage with fintechs at all or recommend uh, specific companies to uh, the, the companies, to the banks that you're working with? So it's a great question. I think that the best thing for us to do is be able to point to the objective data. Uh, if they have a question for us and they want to say, okay, well, we're looking at particular implementations that we may want to go in uh, and evaluate, we're going to point them in the right direction and show them this is how it's been implemented by X, Y, and Z. Uh, we do work with many providers as well, so we don't want to, let's say, throw our hat in the ring in there. We want to give them the objective data to make those decisions uh, for their own personal strategies. Yeah, no, that makes sense as well. Um, 
So in looking at kind of the, the innovation ecosystem, the fintech innovation ecosystem, how do you engage with that side of the community? Um, or is it something which you kind of just are, are willing to sort of wait and see what they will um, kind of spit out? What what other companies, what other banks are looking at and saying, yeah, we've adopted this one? Because um, the question I think really comes down to, obviously benchmarking yourself against what your competitors are doing is really useful and really important. But it does mean that there's never that sort of push outside of what's been done before, right? This sort of outside the box thinking. And I think there's the, um, you know, obviously bankers have the reputation for not necessarily wanting to go first with uh, a new piece of technology. But there are significant rewards for those companies who kind of take that chance sometimes and say, we're going to try something that's never been done before. How does... Fintech Insights account for that, um, you know, that kind of out there idea that nobody's currently engaging with. Yeah, so going back to what we said about segmenting with uh, portions of the market to achieve parity, we also have that same ability to go and understand what's the niche offering within the marketplace. So the same way that we segmented, let's say, 75 to 100% of our market uh, to see what's offered, we can see what does only a quarter of this marketplace implement live. Uh, and then from there, you can start to pick and choose based on member or customer feedback, uh, trends that you've analyzed, or again, just that digital strategy that the bank or credit union has internally on what sort of features they want to bring to the customers and members. Uh, so they can quickly identify all of those innovative and niche features uh, out there right through the platform. Yeah, and I think that's a really important piece as well. Um, so I'm curious about the response that you got. Obviously, you resonated really well with the audience there in, in London up on that stage. They uh, really liked what you were showing them. What kind of response did you get at the booth when you're actually talking to some of the, the banks who were there, were you able to, were you finding that a lot of them were really interested and engaged with what you had to say? Were a lot of them kind of willing to take the test, so to speak, and see where they stacked up? I think the first thing that we saw was a lot of wide eyes. Um, and that was especially because just understanding that this kind of data does exist out there, especially on an international sort of uh, banking level. There's a lot of innovators across the globe from some of the larger uh, banking institutions to a lot of these challengers and neo banks. Uh, and getting your eyes on uh, those innovative features sometimes can be difficult. So uh, I think there's a lot of traction in just saying, hey, I really want to see exactly what XYZ competitor or XYZ innovators doing because I haven't had that uh, vision into that just yet. So I think. Uh, you know, expanding that knowledge base is something that, uh, you know, the, the digital banking community is always looking to achieve and do. And uh, we sort of sparked that interest there uh, with our demonstration. How are the banks looking? I mean, based on what you've seen, the ones you've come up there, are they, and this is where you get into maybe some discussions about sort of regional pride, you know, how uh, I think anybody in the fintech space will tell you that their own region is light years ahead of everybody <laughs> else, whether they're coming from North America or from Europe or from Asia or from elsewhere. Um, and, and so how were the the banks that you were able to connect with and kind of put through the um, put through the system? How are they stacking up? Yeah, that's uh, it, it's a really interesting question here, and uh, and it's funny because just the perspectives that let's say across the pond uh, is had about the U.S. or uh, North American banking versus the European uh, U.K. sort of banking side, uh, I would say that definitely a lot of the innovations are coming from the European side. There's a lot of challenger banks, obviously, you know individuals like Revolut N26 who made uh, big pushes into uh, the European market are driving a lot of innovation in terms of features, ability to open accounts, uh, you know, getting money across borders and so on. And I think that the you know, US side is seeing that. 
their fintech space is niche and they have some really powerful players there. Uh, but in terms of from the banking side, I think that the, uh, let's say, high street and legacy banks in the U.S. Uh, can learn a lot from those uh, challengers out in, in Europe. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but that kind of lines up with my my expectation. Unfortunately, you know, I think that uh, there are certainly, you know, we've been aware at Finnovate Europe for a number of years now of some of the really cool things that are happening and some of the ways that customers are being engaged and some of the new offerings. And, and um, there, there's some really fun stuff that's out there. Um, so I think there maybe is a little bit of a challenge. And I would encourage anybody coming from, you know, well, obviously from a European bank as well, but from an American bank to engage with FinTech Insights and sort of see how far uh, ahead some of those competitors are and also see what are some of the quick wins that that you could potentially come in and and get right away so um, I, I'd like to end the the conversation by kind of zooming out a little bit um obviously you know the we're talked a lot about the competitive landscape here how do you think that competitive landscape is going to unfold from here we've got so many challengers so many people kind of pushing each other which is really great um but at some point, will we get to a, a place where we'll see, you know, kind of a, a feature consolidation where everybody's really offering the same kind of services with just slightly different logos or slightly different processes? Or will we kind of see a continuation of the current track that we're on where you kind of have these technology haves and technology have nots? Um, what's your view on kind of how the, the landscape will unfold from here? Yeah, so I really think the big bet for something like this is uh... I guess really increasing the customer engagement and stickiness. Uh, largest challenge really here is how to fully serve uh, your customers, not only their financial needs, uh, but how to really prevent them from needing to go elsewhere to be fully served digitally. Uh, we've really seen this trend starting out in Asia of super apps, really combining merchant services, banking features, social media, uh, communications, all under one platform. Uh, and there's only really so much wallet share to go around. Uh, so the big players are going to have to make a decision. Uh, they really are going to either continue hemorrhaging wallet share uh, or they're going to start consolidating that fintech space and bringing them under their wing. And I guess we've you know already seen a little bit of movement happening here in the West uh, with talks even you know Elon trying to revive his dream of X.com through Twitter. Uh, looks like that roadmap forward might be uh, more capabilities inside of one space uh, for the customer to go to. Yeah, and I think uh, I think that's going to be really interesting to watch because, and I think you know it's important, and a lot of people recognize this, but it really is a dramatically shifting landscape right now. It's an increasingly competitive landscape, and there are challengers coming not only from inside the financial industry but from outside as well. And so it really is important to make sure that you are aware of what's out there. And it's, again, really clear to see why your demo resonated so well with our audience in London. Well, um, again, go on to finnovate.com slash videos. You can find the FinTech Insights by Scientia demo from London. Uh, check out and see those full seven minutes yourselves. Um, Nicholas, thanks so much for taking some time to chat with me today. Um, it's been a real pleasure watching this, this technology unfold. And congratulations on that best of show win. Appreciate it, Greg, and it's always a pleasure uh, meeting and chatting with you. The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.